Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast. I'm Kimberly Johnson in DC, and today I'm going to be talking with Nick Knudsen. He's the founder of Demcast, and he's going to be here to explain what it is and why it was created. Start Me Up is now part of that network, and I'm excited to talk to him. I think it's going to be really big. So um, that's going to be a great conversation. And then when I'm finished talking with Nick, I'm going to address the fact that people right now, Democrats specifically, uh, there's a palpable anger. And um, I want to address that. There was some comments on our our show yesterday from Ted the Cat, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address those because I understand that there's anger. And... I, you know, I, just, I have a lot to say about it, so I'm going to say something. And then, um, but before we get started, I want to tell everybody, number one, a couple of weeks ago, I think we were at 95 subscribers, patrons. Uh, now we're at 99. So I just need one more to get to 100. Come on, you can do it. A uh, dollar a month. It's, you know, we're supported by listeners. We don't have corporate funding. And I don't use advertisers right now. That means the show survives on your support. It's people like you keep us going. So please consider becoming a patron for any dollar amount. You could do it for $1. That's going to be $12 a year. You won't even miss it. You'll really be helping the show. If you, um, if you become a patron for $5 a month, you get access into the bi-monthly and another thing segment, which is where I and somebody else, sometimes it's Steph, sometimes it's uh, another guest host. You know, we just talk about things, whether it's personal stuff, sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, sometimes it's political, sometimes it's about like civil rights, or sometimes it's just personal. So I'm also trying to figure out, and maybe you guys can help me with this, um, I, I hate putting things behind paywalls, but it seems to attract attention, right? So what can I do? Is it a monthly newsletter that you might be interested in? I could add that to the $5 perk. Um, I don't really know what I would say in a newsletter, but I could attempt it. Um, I don't give out free merchandise, and I'll tell you. The reason why I don't is right now, I'm rebuilding. You know, I lost my my bigger Facebook page uh last October, October 11th, will be the one-year anniversary. And when when I lost my page, I lost my income. So I'm kind of starting from scratch now. And, you know, when you try to earn money <laughs> by asking people to donate or become a patron, it takes a long effing time to get anywhere that's where you can pay your bills. So I'm working really hard. I'd love to give out free merchandise and stuff like that. I just can't afford it. I can't afford to do that right now. So um, I'm not sure what I can put behind a paywall. Maybe you guys can give me suggestions. Maybe there's something you'd like to hear, some kind of a, a special podcast or something like that. Anyway, I'm trying to figure that out on my own. Um, if you have never listened to the show before, take a look around the site. I've interviewed some really cool people. Um, a lot of the most of the shows are political, but I've recently started interviewing celebrities. And because I used to be an actor, I think I have an interesting and unique insight that I can offer with questions. And it's something that I'm interested in. So people like Kristen Johnston, Holland Taylor, Kirk Acevedo, Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, every once in a while, I'll be interviewing celebrities and you can go listen to those. Those are like evergreen shows. And then our political shows. And if you like what you hear, just support the show. Uh, just visit patreon.com slash start me up. And I'd really appreciate it if I'd really appreciate it <laughs> if I could talk um, if you did. Anyway, uh, let's see. I guess 
we're just going to start our conversation with Nick because this is going to be good. All right, so please enjoy my conversation with Nick Knudsen. Welcome, Nick. Thank you. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having Start Me Up as part of the Demcast Network. So I'm really excited to talk to you because I've, I've had an opportunity to go over the website this morning, um, but I definitely want to talk to you about what this is all about. So let's just jump right in. Um, before you go into describing what Demcast is, tell me about what led to the development of Demcast, the Demcast model and, and why Demcast? Sure. Uh, well... Um, I think a, a key factor that led to the development of Demcast is just the, the current media environment. Um, we have uh, a lot of disinformation uh, floating around out there. Um, the uh, you know the right wing has figured out how to uh, utilize social media to spread uh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you know we need to do something about that. Yeah. And. Uh, but it's a you know the the mainstream media is not going to come and save us. Uh, they're you know the the profit model for media these days is not helpful for um, spreading truth and um, getting out messages that you know are really going to sort of change things or matter to people. Like every you know there's a focus on clickbait and yeah. uh, and you know uh, the the drive is for clicks, you know, it's, it, it's a, so there's a lean towards sensationalism and, and, um, you know, that's not necessarily the most important information that, that, uh, people need to know. So, uh, so that's, that's a big factor. Um, so we, we, um, the, the other thing that kind of led to it was during, during the, during the midterm cycle, uh, you know, I was, a uh, grassroots, digital activist, uh, for lack of a, a better frame. And, and I, I had in my, I social media, social media, uh, following that was pretty strong. And, and, uh, and I, I built my own website, um, which was, which is, it's still, still there. It's called Dim Right Press. And it's a, it's basically a blog, um, where I was posting stuff that I wanted to write and, uh, and, also hosting the, the writing and analysis of other sort of grassroots activists and journal entry. And, um, you know, when I, uh, when I started that site, I just, uh, I, I had people coming out of the woodwork, uh, asking if they could be involved, if they could publish on the platform, because they saw when we, when you connected the, the, um, the publishing platform with an intentional social media distribution, mm -hmm. uh, strategy, uh, their stuff actually got read, you know? Um, right. so it's, it's an alternative to publishing on a, on a, um, you know, on your own blog site or on, um, daily coast or something like that, where, where the, the, the place where you're publishing isn't necessarily going to work on your behalf to, to spread your, spread your work. Yeah. So, so the, those, those are, some uh, sort of uh, global global factors, and then kind of more immediate kind of strategic considerations for why uh, why we wanted to create this. Hmm. So, okay, then what is Demcast, and who's going to be involved, and how's it going to work? All right, big questions. Um, <laughs> so, Demcast is uh, you know kind of getting to what I was what I was just talking about. Demcast is a uh, both a publishing platform and a 
social media amplification strategy mm-hmm. uh, to try and um, kind of beat back the disinformation on the right and uh, and and tell our story about what we what we think uh, uh, the world should look like. So we're uh, the on the on the platform side. Uh, we just launched yesterday, which we're really excited about. Um, we launched DemcastUSA.com, um, which is uh, up and running. And people, if you're a uh, if you're a grassroots digital media creator, uh, we would love to have you um, you know submit some of your stuff for us to to include. And I say digital media creator because this isn't just a blog site. Um, right. We are we are obviously publishing. But we are also going to be um, sharing videos through there and sharing um, uh, podcasts through there. Thank you very much for uh, for, for for joining our uh, our uh, growing Dimcast uh, podcast network. Oh, of course. Yeah, we're super excited about that. Um, and uh, and and we're also including a graphics library. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if you uh, if you go on and you uh, Google um, Democrat Democrat meme on uh, and, and go to the uh, go to Google Images. You're going to see it's all right wing stuff. So, right, right. Um, so we 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 want to have a place where we have vetted graphics that have um, you know truthful statements in them uh, that are sort of artfully done that can that people can download to a to a company sort of uh, any social media posts that they want to put out there. Hmm. So. Um, so it's so if you're a if you're a graphic artist, if you're a writer, if you're a um, if you're a podcaster, or if you create videos, um, whether they're sort of um, uh, you know uh, doing interviews with people or or just uh, sort of creating um, use, using a video uh, uh, methodology, video based methodology to tell stories, mm-hmm. um, we uh, we would love to potentially host your stuff, and so the. The idea of the site itself is that it's an outpost. It's basically a um, uh, it it the the site itself is not the ends. The site is the means, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and so we are. The other piece of the organization is a social media uh, network. So we're we're actively recruiting people, just right regular folks, people who. People who are on social media who like to um, share uh, political uh, ideas, mm-hmm. uh, and we want folks to think of Demcast as a as a uh, as an outpost where they can go grab uh, stuff that has good messaging that's um, you know kind of pro blue um, and that is going to really help expose the uh, hypocrisy and lies of the GOP. And um, and go go grab stuff and then share it on social media. So um, and so it's a it's a very sort of intentional strategy to propagate uh, the information that needs to be propagated. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's not going to be, um, you know, the, the, this it's kind of an effort to get us away from just complaining about Trump all the time <laughs> on social media. You know, which I mean I do. Everybody does. Yeah. Um, but that's not going to get to a solution and that's not going to help us, uh, tell the story that needs to be told. So, um, it's, so we're, we're, we're definitely looking for folks to come on and, and help spread, 
help spread the uh, the content that our content creators are making. And we, you know, the last thing I'll say on this one is that we're really trying to um, uh, make this a local effort. Mm-hmm. You know, we um, the the mainstream media is going to be focusing a lot, especially as we head into impeachment proceeding potentially here and uh, and and the presidential race. That's gonna that's gonna suck up all the oxygen yeah. um, for, of the mainstream media. So we want. Uh, and, and plus, you know, with Sinclair coming in and yeah. swooping up all the local uh, television stations, the, the local media has been decimated. So we want uh, Demcast to be a very local, a, a national platform that's locally rooted. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have we have we, we have uh, they're they're fairly bare at the moment, but they'll fill out. Uh, we have 50 um, state pages set up uh, on DemcastUSA.com. Uh, slash whatever your state is, um, where uh, we're going to host state-specific content, uh, and really we're going to try and really partner with grassroots groups to um, highlight the uh, good advocacy work that they're doing on a local level, highlight local candidates that are um, that are trying to unseat uh, unseat Republicans, uh, and um, and really just focus on that local that local news that just isn't isn't getting out there. It's, uh, there's the, um, the outlets that exist now are not, um, picking up the important stories, uh, that are happening at the local level. So, um, that's, yeah. Well, that's Sorry. really, that's I think talking, that's, but. yeah, that, <laughs> I think that's really important. I, I just was going to ask you about that, but then you brought it up because when I was looking on the site today, I saw that you had that uh, particular vertical for the states, which I think is great because that's a good way for people who are visiting Demcast to um, kind of learn things about the state they live in or learn things about a state they're interested in for some reason. Um, but it definitely helps people um you know, get the correct information so that when they're voting, they know who, you know, who's going to be closer to what's going to, you know, what's going to match their ideology and, and who's going to satisfy them more. So I think that's really important. Um, let me ask you this. There's a lot of grassroots efforts out there. Uh, what is your approach to partnership with existing projects and org- organizations? Yeah. Uh, there are, there are a lot, and uh, we're trying our best to do a lot of outreach right now. Uh, we have a, a, a partnership, uh, partnerships and outreach director, um, because we do see the, oh. the oh, okay. uh, sorry. No, I just I, your your phone sometimes. I think you are you driving. Uh, I am. Should I pull over? No, well, that's okay. It's yeah. just every once in a while you kind of okay. go out, so just keep okay. that in mind. Okay. I don't know what your okay. schedule is like. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Um, so, uh, where was I? Do you want oh, me to go uh, back par- to the- partnerships? Right. Right, and um, so we have a partnerships and outreach director, and she is uh, really reaching out to both national and local grassroots groups. Mm-hmm. Um, it, our, the strategy at the local level is going to be more um, state-based. So we're we are um, we're, we're actively recruiting and we're looking for. So if you're if, if folks who are listening to this are interested in this kind of uh, position, we're recruiting for um, leadership positions in each state in hmm. in kind of in three buckets. So one of them is that is outreach. So we need help from um, local 
uh, and state-based grassroots activists to help Demcast connect with uh, uh, with grassroots organizations within the state. So whether that's indivisible groups, it can be uh, Democratic Party chapters, it can be um, other sort of issue-based advocacy groups. Um, and we want to, uh, you know, we want Demcast to be there as a resource for them, mm-hmm. with a platform that they can publish on and a social media network that they can tap to help get their word out. So, um, so we, so that's one of the one of those uh, state uh, state roles. Another one is uh, a social media uh, uh, leadership role, which is which is really important. We need to. Um, we need to have some help within the state identifying social media people who are on social media who run Facebook groups or who um, who uh, have have uh, or just have have social media accounts that like to that like to talk politics and sort of align with the Demcast vision um, to sort of recruit those people into our amplification network and then and then help manage their activity within within. Uh, so I mean, are you talking about people who post about local politics or politics in general? It's, but I think both. Okay. Um, but, but that's how we're, uh, we're 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 sorting people into state buckets, just because uh, it'll it'll um, uh, hopefully help them can both. Uh, it's well, it's just one way to organize people, but but also hopefully help them connect to other grassroots activists mm-hmm. within their state, so that then, you know, their social their online activity might translate into. Um, into more uh, sort of in-person activism, it might create more sort of opportunities for for connecting at the local level. So, mm. um, but yes, people can absolutely post. People can post whatever they want. Right, <laughs> but, right, uh, right, right. But uh, we'll, we'll be we'll, we will have both the national and the state state level focus. Um, so so social media, we've got outreach captains, social media captains, and then um, content captains are, is the last kind of leadership role at the state level. And we there we're really looking for people who um, can go and curate content within the state to post on uh, DemcastUSA.com. So um, people who are already writing or who are, you know, actively involved in um, local activism efforts who who like to go to events and take videos or, um, you know, just, just pe- people who are, who are media, media centric and, and grassroots and can, and could potentially be a source for content in the state. So, um, so all three, all three of those roles are really important to the success of the Demcast model within any given state. And, and, um, we're hoping to form teams of about six to 10 people who are filling those roles in various iterations mm-hmm. um, uh, within each state by um, hopefully by the time the primaries are, are rolling around, we're kind of at, at full complement huh. um, across, across all 50 states. Hmm. So then what's the ultimate goal and how will you know if the effort is successful? Um, the ultimate goal is to win. to be perfectly honest uh so if we uh if we don't then we'll then we'll know we have to try harder but um no the uh the goal is uh to our our mission as an as an organization isn't it actually isn't to win our our mission is to uh is to lift the voices of grassroots activists um so that the the grassroots community has more of a a say and an influence in how things work mm-hmm. um, in Washington and their in their own uh, state capitals and, and legislatures. So, um, 
you know, I think we'll, we will know, you know, partially it's kind of, um, you know, there's quantitative and qualitative, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the quantitative measures are around, um, you know, uh, um, visits to the site and, mm -hmm. uh, and clicks and reads and that kind of thing, uh, uh, media plays. Um, and, but one of the most critical ones is social media impressions. So we're mm -hmm. going to be tracking and engagements, um, very closely on, uh, on the social media platforms to, um, to really, uh, see how we're doing and see if the model's working. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, we've set a conservative goal of, um, 2 billion social media impressions, uh, by the time election 2020 rolls around. Mm -hmm. Um, and I say conservative because, um, in the lead up to the, to the midterms, we had, we did a pilot project, which we called Wavecast, um, which was totally Twitter based, um, where we, uh, recruited about 180 people to do, um, to sort of report on the blue wave mm -hmm. as it was happening in their, yeah. in their home, in their home states. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and we had 320 million wow. uh, impre impressions on Twitter over four days wow. on, on, uh, uh, for Wavecast stuff. So we feel like 2 billion is actually, you know, pretty, pretty attainable given that that's, mm -hmm. you know, it's about, uh, it's about a six, it's about six times bigger than what we did over the course of those four days leading up to the election. Um, and we're, we're hoping to dras drastically overshoot, yeah. um, but we also, we also want to, uh, under promise and over deliver. So, well, that's the way to do it. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Um, but some of the qualitative stuff that we're, that I think will, will let us know if we're successful is, uh, an, a, a continuous increase in the level of grassroots, uh, partnership and participation in the model. So if we, if we start partnering with with uh, you know Indivisible Michigan, which we are, and Indivisible Pennsylvania, um, uh, do the local grassroots groups in Michigan and mm -hmm. Pennsylvania then turn turn to us and also say that they want to share their stuff? Wow! And then and then do they continue to do that? Right. Um, and and uh, and so we're going to be looking at some of that. Um, both, both the data, how many partners do we have and, and how often do they post and how active are they in the social media, um, the social media network, but also just kind of what we'll, we will uh, continuously seek feedback from them about how we can do things better to, yeah. and, to, and whether or not what we're doing is having an impact for them and their advocacy. Huh. Cool. Um, so I know you're fundraising. Um, and I know that sometimes people are a little squeamish about giving to organizations in the political space, mm -hmm. especially new ones. Yep. So, like, what are you planning to use the money for and what kind of transparency can people expect? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and it's very true. And it's a question that definitely has come up a lot as we've launched because we we kind of we launched on social media um, before the website was up. So people didn't necessarily um you know, have we 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 had a we had a website that told kind of what the concept of MCAS was, but we um, we had just incorporated, so we didn't uh, we didn't have the the content side up. So mm -hmm. you know, obviously, you know, pe people don't want to just give willy nilly, and hmm. you know, why why give to an organization like this instead of say to a political campaign is a, right. is a great question. Um, 
uh, I guess I'd say that uh, we are different from a lot of the folks that are doing uh, fundraising uh, out there because we are uh, a, we are not a profit entity. Okay. Uh, we are not we are not a, a pack, um, which which I know some people are pretty wary of. Mm -hmm. um, or, so we're not a pack or a super pack. We are a nonprofit organization, a 501c4. Um, so we're an issue and advocacy organization. Um, we, uh, nobody, nobody quote unquote profits off of Demcast. We, uh, we, um, to the extent that we bring in money, it gets invested in the infrastructure of the organization. Mm -hmm. And we, and we're overseen by a, a volunteer board of directors who has total fiscal, uh, responsibility for, for what happens in the agency. Um, and it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty great group of like, you know, serious activists and, um, you know, people who care a lot about the mission and vision of, of this. And yeah, so I they're, noticed, you know, I they're, they are Clymer. definitely, uh, invested in making sure that we, uh, that we are uh, on the up and up and doing, doing what we say we're going to do. And, and if they, and if they don't think that we are, then, uh, you know, I, as the executive director and, and anybody else who would potentially be on staff. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get let go and they'll replace us because, <laughs> because because the mission is the mission is the mission. Yeah, I saw I saw that Charlotte yeah. Clymer is is one of on the board of directors. She, so, yeah, she's on our advisory board. Oh, okay, we're, advisory we're, we're, board. Yeah, so so there's a little bit of a distinction there. Okay, um, but uh, but 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 still, you know, throwing her name and her reputation uh, to the agency and to the to this effort, you know, which we're which we're very humbled and and uh, excited about along with men, you know, many of many yeah. other people who, who have done so. And um, we are, uh, they're, they're serious people. They mean serious business. Mm -hmm. We mean serious business. And, uh, and, you know, we do need, we do need money uh, to be able to make this thing work the way that, the way that we want it to. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and that's just, that's kind of how organizations with grand visions are. <laughs> right. Um, and we are determined to not take money from um, uh, from ads. Uh -huh. uh, you know, one one way that media uh, sites operate and and succeed is uh, financially is by you know having pop up ads every three yeah. seconds every time you're so trying annoying. to read something. Uh, and uh, and there's all kinds of messages in there and and you know stuff that we can't necessarily vouch for. So we want this to be a we want the view the viewing experience on Demcast.com to be a clean Demcastusa.com to be a clean um, experience for mm -hmm. people. And so uh, we, we've made the strategic and maybe we'll decide it's stupid later, but <laughs> at least at the moment we're sticking to it. Uh, no, it's a, it's, it's actually, a, it's pretty deep seated uh, conviction to not, to not have, uh, not have ads on the site. Um, we're, we're not, uh, you know, trying to get, um, you know, we're not going to take money from somebody who who has a lot of money and who wants to throw it and say and then turn around and say, OK, here's what you need to cover. Right. Um, we're not that kind of organ. We're not that kind of media agency uh, because really we're more of a platform for the grassroots and mm -hmm. we can't tell the grassroots what to say or think. So exactly. Yeah. Um, we couldn't even deliver on that if somebody wanted <laughs> <laughs> right. wanted us to or, or paid us to. So um, so we, so we do need we need. We, you know, this is an experiment. We'll see. I, I, the, the, we, we would like uh, sort of forward-thinking people who see a need for this kind of uh, this kind of organization and effort on on the left to to join us and to and to give and and 
give in whatever way you can. If you can mm -hmm. give financially, that would be awesome. Uh, if you can't, then to, uh, can you uh, can you join our social media amplification team? Can you um, can you take one of these uh, state leadership roles, or can you can you contribute content on the, on the site? There's lots of ways to get involved. Right. And then how, how again, is it going to be transparent as far mm -hmm. as people can pay attention to? I mean, you know, I know as a podcaster, it takes a while to build up your audience. It takes a while to build yeah. up patrons because people need to know you're going to stick around. And right. um, so how can people feel comfortable with transparency? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, as an uh, but we, we tried to solve for that partly just by being a nonprofit organization because, okay, right. um, you know, we, we, uh, you know, we're, we're governed by a board of directors because, you know, the way, the way that nonprofits work, you have to, um, make your, uh, make your finances clear to the, to the public, you know, it's, it's, um, it's accessible information. Right. Um, but we're, but we're going to, we're going to go beyond that. Um, and we are going to, um, if you're a donor, um, to us, we are going to um, proactively reach out and let you know what money, what uh, what we are spending money on. That's awesome. Uh, and be and be clear about that. So um, you know, we're we're just getting going now, and I, we've sent we've sent uh, one or two emails off to to our donor base, um, mainly just thanking them because honestly, we haven't really spent any money yet. <laughs> um, we've spent we spent about uh, we spent we you know we paid we paid the money that we needed to uh, to. Um, to start the site, the website right. up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, moving forward, if we, uh, if, if we're in a position where we're able to actually hire staff and, and bring people on in, in permanent roles, we'll, we'll make that clear to everybody and, mm -hmm. and uh, make, make it clear why that's necessary. And, uh, and, and any other stuff that we want to do, you know, if, if we're, if we're trying to develop really not only, um, convey messaging, but also help to support grassroots infrastructure to, to deliver that messaging. You know, if there's somebody out there who wants to start a podcast, um, but needs stuff like microphones uh, mm -hmm. or, uh, um, or so mixing software or whatever they would need, um, but they don't have the financial means, like it, uh, it, we, we totally see that within our, our scope, the scope of our mission to help, um, help folks like that out and hmm. sort of help start developing outlaying those kind of costs to mm -hmm. to, um, to to build the our digital army so to speak so hmm. um, I like that digital army yeah that's that's kind of what we're going for yeah we we the, they they have bots and trolls and right and uh, and the Koch brothers so we we, we need to <laughs> we need to our Koch brother now I guess yeah I mean we uh, have but, to hit them back with what they're doing to us but in a truthful yeah. way and in, in, in a, a way, way. yeah with integrity and with people, you yeah, know, not, not uh, <laughs> with actual not, people, not, not Russians and robots, right? So right. you know, I'm just going to go over this, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Listening to everything you said, um, the basics of of what Demcast is doing is providing like this outpost hub where anybody can just visit and grab information that's been vetted and that is leaning blue and truthful. Um, uh -huh. And post that on their social media pages, as well as just reading it for their own, you know, uh -huh. information. For sure. Um, mm -hmm. you, you, you've got articles, you've got podcasts, you've got memes. And then even more so going deeper, you've got state level information where people can go to your website, click on the state they live in, find out information. They can um, help 
Demcast by um, becoming part of that mission and helping grow the information that comes from individual states and then and, and people can help pair up with other grassroots organizations like Invisible. And then um, basically it's just uh, a place where people who are creating can, you know, as long as uh, who are have been vetted who can share content mm-hmm. with you and that's just the basics right i mean have i missed yep. anything okay no no that's 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 a really good rundown um and uh yeah i mean hope the the idea is that that you know we we, we just we just started this snowball down the hill and uh-huh. we're and we're really hoping that it just grows you know that yeah. people people see the value they're like oh someplace to publish all right, right great and then people see it and the and the, and the uh the uh the social media uh, folks, you know, um, start consuming the consuming the content and seeing the value and um, and sharing it, and then it just goes from there. So you know, it's um, it, it, we actually don't need that sophisticated uh, of a centralized operation mm-hmm. um, to make to make all this function because it's really grassroots powered. You know, yeah. it's 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 you know, the, we are not a communications firm. We're we're more like we're more like the megaphone. Um, right the, you know in the in the hands of the grassroots and we're just trying to create that infrastructure cool awesome well um i think i'm excited and you know i mean i've i know that sometimes grassroots uh a lot of times it's very successful and other times it can be difficult because you're dealing with so many different personalities but the lovely um the lovely part of demcast is that you just have this one hub where everybody can put stuff and you know all this content is there and just the average voter can visit and know that they're getting information that's truthful and close to their own beliefs so that they can share uh-huh. it and i think it's really important and i'm i'm really excited to be part of this because like everybody else, I'm, I'm, you know, really upset with the way things are going. I'm frightened and we need something like this. And unfortunately, the mainstream media is, I mean, I don't want to necessarily bash them, although there's plenty of reasons um, to bash them, but there's also plenty of reasons to praise. There's, there's some really great people out there doing some really great reporting. But um, I think like, you know, your point about focusing on, um, you know, individual states as opposed to only, as opposed to only focusing on the national news and, and, you know, the election, it's so important. We get, we get so lost in this fire hose of information that is just coming at us all the time. And it's so hard to keep everything straight. So I think this is going to be a great place where everybody can feel comfortable to know what they're getting. And, and the other thing is that, um, you know, so much of what happened in 2016, as I witnessed it as it was happening, but didn't really realize there was so much disinformation being spread by Mm -hmm. liberals who Mm -hmm. weren't really understanding um, that, you know, I mean, like there was, there was, I saw with my own eyes, um, I was a Bernie supporter in 2016 and Initially, and I've told the story before, so I'll be brief, but I mean, initially in the Bernie groups, it was very positive. And if anybody ever said anything negative about Hillary, everybody would swarm in and say, no, 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 this is about, you know, we're for Bernie and that's what we're going to stick to. And then in April of 2016, those groups turned into anti-Hillary hellscapes. And yeah. it just became, you know, and the thing is, is that the people that were for Bernie were so excited about him and they, you know, they were much easier to to manipulate because if there was something negative about Hillary, you know, you would gr- kind of like grab onto right. it. And, right. and, you know, and it's like, I, mm-hmm. I was never one of those pers- people who hated her, but I certainly um, felt sometimes when I was reading some of this content, angry at her 
where mm-hmm. I might not have been, and 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 it was most of it was bullshit. So I think mm-hmm. it's extremely important. I mean, you don't have to love every candidate, but I think that you need to be fair, and mm-hmm. you know, and and this is a good place where we can we can expect fairness. Yeah, so fairness, that- and I and I, I totally, totally uh, f- fairness, and um, um, you know, kind of uh, kind of a global. Uh, you know, sort of the fifty thousand foot view. Yeah, I mean, we we the, we we aren't going to uh, you know try and try and pretend that we're something that we're not. We are we are trying to um, uh, win for the left. Right. And and we mean the left in its broadest sense. If you know if 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 left in Alabama means a you know to to those grassroots activists, if if left means you know somebody who would never uh, even even get a vote in Portland, Oregon, and or New York City. Mm-hmm. Then then that's where they're at, and you know we we want to we want to be a um, a support for those activists to help um, help get their word out and help try and try and win seats mm-hmm. in those places and try and help push policies that that are going to help people in their communities. So um, it's and, and and if if uh, if in you know, in a if in a city there's uh, or or a, you know a deep blue region there's there's a super progressive candidate who uh, wants to challenge an incumbent you know Democrat, then their supporters can use Demcast to get on and make the case for their candidate. We don't we we don't want to focus on uh, bashing. Mm-hmm. We, we 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 there's enough uh, of a circular yeah. firing squad already. We don't need to we don't need to help that. But right. But but Dem, Demcast can be a place where you can make where you as an advocate can go and make your case for for the people and policies that you um, that you think are important in your community and your country, um, and uh, and 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 that's you know hopefully hopefully that can help facilitate a um, you know a constructive dialogue on the left that that is kind of missing right now. Yeah, and sorely and, needed. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and we also hope to have. Um, yeah, you know, we had a a piece published this morning from from Ron Lydon um, mm-hmm. on 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 Demcast on oh, on wow. day two. So so we're that's we're awesome. Pre- we're, we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, and uh, and uh, we had uh, Carolyn Bordeaux from uh, who's uh, running to win the Georgia seventh uh, congressional district uh, get a piece up yesterday, and 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 so you know I think we we want we want elected officials and candidates for office to also see this as a place where they can go, where they can tap directly to the grassroots. They can, mm-hmm. they can yeah. bypass all the regular media channels where they're going to, where either they're going to get completely ignored or, they, or <laughs> they're going to um, get sort of uh, put through the ringer and, uh, and, and really get the messages out to the, to the people who are actually going to be paying attention and might potentially be, be in a position to, to do some, activism and advocacy along the lines of what they what it is that they want to talk about so very cool um, yeah that's awesome that's great that politicians and candidates can do that um all righty well i guess that's it unless you do you have anything else to add no i just want to thank you for for having me and for for joining our uh, our podcast network we've got some uh we've got some great sort of talented uh you know forward-thinking folks who've uh who've signed on to to this uh this network and we're uh, we're excited to help uh help promote uh this show and others uh through our network so thanks for 
Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank thank you. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put your um, Twitter handle and the Demcast information in the text of my Patreon description. So everybody make sure to follow Nick and check out Demcast. And if you're interested, please, please, please just, you know, if you have questions, ask or join or do what you can. And thank you, Mm -hmm. Nick, for being on the show. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, that was interesting, and I think Demcast is going to be a great a great website and a great place for people to go and feel comfortable getting some news that they can trust and amplify other people's work. It's just a great idea all the way around. Um, now I want to address the fact that uh, there is this anger in the air, this palpable anger of Democrats, which is totally understandable. I want to address some comments that I got on, on the show yesterday um, I know that people are angry. And first of all, just, I just want to say this. Um, I ask for comments that whether you agree with me or not. So I always appreciate, really appreciate the comments where people don't agree because it always makes me think a little harder about my position. It always makes me question, uh, how I feel about things. And so some of those comments were based on the idea that Democrats aren't doing enough and that we are too concerned about what the GOP will say. I'm just going to say, I'm not worried. I, I, and, and, and Bob was brought up, Bob Saska, for being worried what, what the Republicans will say. I don't necessarily, and I'm going to speak for him here, um, I don't think he's concerned, I know I'm not concerned, what they're going to say. It's what they're going to do and how they're going to use information. So like, for instance, I, 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 and I, and I want to go to Corey Lewandowski and speak about that specifically because, um, he was obstructing and he was being a jerk and he was being a dickwad. And I know a lot of people were really fucking pissed off watching that hearing because they wanted Democrats to do more. So, you know, Bob doesn't, I don't think Bob's concerned about what the demo, uh, what the GOP is going to say about us. I mean, they're going to say we're socialists. They're going to say Joe Biden's a socialist, and clearly he's not. Um, but it's how, but it's what's going to be said about these hearings. So, like for instance, I mean, I I am all for I am all for holding them accountable. Um, you know, holding somebody like Corey in contempt or holding Bill Barr in contempt. And I do think that should be executed. And I kind of waiting to see what the Democrats are going to do. Um, I want to get back to that in a minute, but let's just say, you know, like for instance, never Trumper Rick Wilson suggested there should be theatrics and he should, you know, be taken out of the, of the room and, and ended. Well, if that were to happen, the story would be about that then. It wouldn't be about the lies that he told. It wouldn't be, you know, he wouldn't have been able to stay there for the whole time and dig himself into that hole where he basically said he doesn't have to be truthful to the press, even though CNN had him on after that. Um, But he, you know, he specifically said that and we've got that now on camera. So I think that, you know, I mean, I'm not sure what the Democrats are going to do and I'm totally frustrated and Democrats can be timid. We've seen that before. And, and I think it's happening with impeachment, um, specifically from Pelosi. And it's frustrating to me to not see her be more excited to move for impeachment. And again, I'm going to get back to that, but the idea is no matter what happens, whether or not, you know, we do impeachment, we go forth with impeachment, whether or not people are held in contempt, uh, the, the, the bottom line is the people who are really going to hold any of them accountable is we the people. That's not to excuse Democrats from their responsibility 
of doing and util- you know doing everything they can and utilizing everything within their power but their power is so incredibly limited so you know somebody had suggested maybe fining Corey Lewandowski so let's just cover that for a minute let's say that he's fined well he's not going to pay it and then what okay well then what are they going to send creditors after him doubtful but let's say they sent creditors after him he doesn't care He's not going to do anything. So then what if, and this would take a long time, what if then he gets thrown in jail for not paying those fines? Trump will pardon him. And then what? So once again, I'm not saying that we should ignore uh, laws or that we should ignore rules. But we do have to recognize that no matter what we do, they're not going to do anything. And, you know, as far as impeachment's concerned, I think the route, you know, like the, the, the path that we need to go down and, and we need to verbalize is that, you know, if, if, if Democrats choose to impeach him, if they vote for impeachment, there's a lot of benefit. And, and, and the hearings, which we are going through, are of benefit because, number one, who expected, raise your hand, if you expected Corey Lewandowski to show up at these hearings and behave like a human being? I see no hands raised because we all expected him to be a big fucking dickwad. And that's what he was. So this gives the American public an opportunity, especially the American public who has not really been paying that close attention. But they are now because it's an election year. More Americans are paying attention. Not all of them, but more. So it gives the American public an opportunity to see how these um, criminals are behaving and what they're doing and how they are not being respectful to our Constitution and to our rule of law. Americans will see that with their own eyes. So that's one benefit. And, you know, even if, okay, so let's say, like, we know that the Senate is never going to kick him out. That should be announced, pretty much, as Democrats. House Democrats are investigating and and moving toward impeachment, the goal, their goal is not to get him kicked out because that's that relies on the Senate. That's never going to happen. So acknowledge that and say our purpose is to do this for historical, you know, it's in the Constitution. This is the mechanism we have in the Constitution to deal with immoral, illegal presidents, hold them accountable through impeachment. And then, of course, it's up to the Senate to decide if they're going to kick the guy out, and that's not going to happen. So um, one thing Outside of the benefit of wa- letting the public see how they're behaving, a lot of the, you know the public who's not aware is the stain of impeachment will follow him for the rest of history, not just his life history. Look at Bill Clinton; he's going to carry that with him forever. He lied about a blowjob, and now he's got an impeachment on his record forever. And we all know that that would embarrass the fuck out of Trump. Now, I know Bill Clinton, it's not like he's in jail. It's not like he's hurting. He still lives in a nice home and he has this wonderful life and, you know, but he's got that stain of impeachment and Trump does not want it. Of course, Trump would call it a fake impeachment, um, but it doesn't matter because it would be recorded for history. So this just takes me back to the idea of, all right, now I get like the, the argument can be made of what I'm saying. If, if we choose to move for impeachment for historical reasons, for for the record, the same sh- the same should be followed with like contempt. Absolutely. I'm in agreement. I think that the Democrats need to utilize every possible 
um, you know, piece of law or rule or whatever it is that they have at their disposal, which is very limited, I do believe they need to utilize it. But I also think, now this is really important, and again, I am not excusing anything the Democrats choose not to do out of fear. I, I, I really want the Democrats to have a fucking backbone on this. But if they do not... I think it's extremely important to recognize that um, if, if Democrats get so angry at other Democrats and, you know, I mean, I've seen a couple people say, I'm ready to leave the party. Well, I'm not. That's exactly what fucking Trump wants. And when I say Trump, I mean Trumpism. That's what they want. They want us eating our own. So I, you know, I have always been critical of, of our government you know, I'm, I'm a Democrat. I have gone after Democratic senators who were not signing on to a resolution, not a vote, a resolution to remove the deadline to the Equal Rights Amendment. I went after Mark Warner and I wrote um, a very unfavorable article about him in order to make him get, get on board with the ERA. So I have absolutely criticized, you know, elected officials and, and I think it's important that we always, as voters, stay on top of our government. But right now, we have a situation where, um, you know, we're just, our hands are tied. Part of it's because of what Russia did. Part of it's because of, you know, the fact that GOP smears and dirty tricks and hasn't funded education. Part of it is Fox News. I mean, there's all these reasons we're at this moment that we're in right now. And right now, we're in a moment where Democrats have very, very little power. And the Democrats are the only thing that we've got that resembles sanity and resembles any kind of, like, you know, integrity. We need that. If we lose that, if, if it becomes a big shit show, I mean, and I'm talking real shit show where the Democrats just lose it and and behave just as poorly as the Republicans behave. And and, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that holding people in contempt is is behaving like the Republicans. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, you know, I've seen never Trumpers screaming for uh, theatrics and things. No, we don't need that. What we need is calm and measured approaches. And of course, utilizing every possible you know, weapon in our arsenal as far as legal, you know, weapon, as far as making sure that, you know, whether Barr is held in contempt or Lewandowski or whoever it comes back or, 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 or visits the, uh, the house and, and does the same thing Lewandowski does. They all need to be held accountable in some way. But I'm just saying that we may be disappointed in how the Democrats do it. I'm disappointed in how Nancy Pelosi is handling this, but I'm going to hold fucking tight because I am not going to let one thing get in the way of, of you know, getting a, Democrat, getting a Democratic Senate, a Democratic House, and a Democrat into the Oval Office in 2020. There, there's too much is at stake. So I, I just, to reiterate... It is we, the people, who are going to ultimately hold him accountable. And this season, this election season, is going to be so ugly. You think 2016 was bad? You ain't seen nothing yet, right? Nothing. It's going to be fucking bad. And you can absolutely guarantee that Russians and whoever else, whether it's North Koreans or whoever has any kind of internet savvy, is going to be pitting us against each other when... 
I think it's important that we disagree civilly and I think we need to speak up to each other and say hey you know what maybe we need to look at it this way but I think that it's extremely important that when we do that that we don't um you know especially when it comes to democratic leadership that we don't abandon if we abandon them we're abandoning the only the only thing that's keeping this country together really or keeping it from going into some kind of crazy ass, you know, oligarchy dictatorship. 2018. 2018 gave us that. We gave ourselves that. We showed up to vote. We decided that Trumpism is fucked up bullshit and we don't want it. Just like that. We decided. And so we're the ones who are going to be deciding 2020. We're going to be deciding what happens with Donald Trump. If democratic leadership fails, they fail. We need to decide. And then, and then the most important thing is that we need to stay on it. So let's say we get everything we want. We got the Democrats in the House and the Democrats in the, in the uh, Senate and we've got a Democratic president. Stay engaged. Take a few weeks off. Have some fun. Breathe a sigh of relief. Get the back in the game and pay attention to your local politicians. Are they doing what you want them to do? Because once again, we're going to get into another shit show, right? We're going to have a Republican or Republican Congress or whatever it is come in and we have to be, we have to be prepared with people that we can count on and trust. So just basically stay engaged with every election, every single one. Doesn't matter if it's not sexy. I mean, you're listening to this podcast. You're a political junkie just like me. You're already engaged. But I just, you know, I, I've, I've seen people on Facebook say they're ready to leave the party. Please do not do that. Please do not do that. Democrats are always so quick to give up. Um, so I'm just going to end this on, I, I, I enjoy political debate. I enjoy um, doing this podcast and, and shouting out my opinion. And sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong and sometimes my feelings evolve. What's constant is my appreciation, A, for you listening to me and for you engaging with me, even when you don't agree with me. Because, it, it, like I said at the start, it really does help me form my views and form my opinions. Um, it gives me another perspective. Because I'm actually on, you know, if you've criticized me and said I don't agree with you about how to behave with, you know, or, or what I said yesterday, I, I mean, I agree with you. I agree that these people need to be held accountable. I just think that no matter what we do, whether we hold them accountable or not, they're going to just continually get away with this shit. And, um, you know, again, that's not an excuse, but I, that's what they're going to do. They're just going to, you know, it's like this whistleblower thing. If, um, if, it, if we get a smoking gun... Guess what's going to happen? Fucking nothing. Nothing. The Democrats don't have any power to do anything. We can't kick them out. We can't send them to jail. We can't do anything. So, so the Republicans are going to not do any. I don't care what it is. I don't care if he took a machine gun and mowed down everybody on Fifth Avenue. The Republicans would find a justification and keep him in there. So right now we're limited. There's only so much we can do. I really genuinely hope that Democrats use everything in their, you know, in their arsenal to hold these people accountable. But whether they do or not, it is up to us. It is up to the voters to make sure that all of them are held accountable on November 3rd, 2020. 
So uh, there is my rant. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. I do appreciate every single person who listens to this show, whether you're a patron or not. But hey, why don't you become a patron? A dollar, five dollars. Come on, you can do it. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.